When you drive the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power, you can stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see yourself behind the wheel of the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Kia received the fewest reported problems among all brands in the J.D. Power 2022 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Study based on 2019 models. See jdpower.com slash awards for 2022 details. Welcome to Nobody Told Me. I'm Laura Owens. And I'm Jan Black. If you have goals you've been struggling to achieve and you could use some advice on how to reach them, this episode is for you. Our guest is internationally known peak performance expert, Delatoro McNeil, who works with Fortune 500 corporations and entrepreneurs to drastically improve productivity and boost morale. Delatoro is the founder of the Full Throttle Experience and is a sought-after motivational speaker who's delivered thousands of presentations over the past 15 years. He's the author of eight books, the latest of which is called Shift into a Higher Gear, Better Your Best, and Live Life to the Fullest. Delatoro, thank you so much for joining us. An honor indeed to be here with you, Jane and Laura. Looking forward to it. Tell us more about your background and how you became a peak performance expert. You know, I'm really, really excited about this opportunity because my entire life has literally been that of helping high achievers take their best and top it. And so I remember when I got my first speaking engagement after graduating Florida State University with my bachelor's and master's degrees. And my first speaking engagement was to a corporation that had um, uh, their, their, their customer service team had won this big award. And so they're like, listen, we got the best customer service folks in the country. Can you make them better? That was my first paid corporate speaking engagement. I'm like, wow. So I've got this responsibility to help people better their best. So that whole notion of better your best kind of started like 20 years ago. And I've just been helping corporations, associations, churches, organizations, groups to take their best and top it. So it allowed me to focus in the area of high achievement. And so for me, that's kind of been my wheelhouse. And um, I'm 44 at the time of this recording, and I've been in the industry for 20 years as a speaker. I pinch myself every time I say that because I've been a full-time entrepreneur for 20 years. It's been an amazing journey, and God has been so good. And like you said, eight books later and 4,000 documented paid talks later uh, all over the world. Uh, I'm a humble guy. I've got two daughters, Miracle and Hope. Uh, Miracle is 16. Hope is 14. And so I love my daughters, and I have a fur baby. His name is Simba. He's a sheep who... He's a, a poodle mix. He's like 11 pounds full grown. He's like, but he's <laughs> the but cutest thing ever on the planet. Right. <laughs> and, and so, so if my puppy's name is Simba, that automatically makes me Mufasa. Right. So, yeah. so. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, you have such an interesting approach. And when I heard you talk about this on today, I felt like this was a way for me to actually keep with my New Year's resolutions. And that's trying to be 1% better every day. Why is that the best way to reach our goals rather than saying, you know, I want to lose 100 pounds tomorrow. I'm Mm -hmm. deciding I'm never going to eat junk food again. Yeah. So, So here's what I've learned, right? While massive, audacious, bodacious goals are impressive and they're, and some people can get them, right? I would say like the, the top 1% maybe can get them. They're very, very lofty and nine times out of 10, they're, while they might be attainable, nine times out of 10, they're not sustainable. I'm going to say that again. Just because something is attainable doesn't mean that it's sustainable. 
And, and it also doesn't mean that it's repeatable. Some people can do it once and they get it. They're like, wow, right? They lose the, they lose the 30, 40 pounds in, in two months and then they find it right back six months later, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so I think, it's, I, think it's, I, think it's, I think it's really important that we understand that we've been lied to, right? A lot of times in personal development, we've been lied to. That's why Brian Tracy and, and Les Brown and all these other people are saying that this book is a game changer in the personal development space because I'm kind of going against the grain on a lot of things we were taught. We were taught that you got to do all this big stuff in order to get a big result. And that is simply not true. It's the small things that make the big difference. So I firmly believe that if you just focus on getting 1% better every single day, that is attainable, that is repeatable, that is sustainable. And that is also something that you can pass on to other people. It's something that you can share, right? So 1% more forgiving. I'm not trying to get 20% more forgiving today. I might get 1% more nice to my neighbor today. That's about all you going to get. I'm going to go from not talking to you to at least waving, okay? And then Thursday, I might call you by your first name, but at least I'm getting 1% better every single day, right? And 1% better with our kids, 1% better with, 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 with our own self-care, right? Right, you know, you know, looking in the mirror and saying, I love you to yourself five times, right? Just to reaffirm yourself. So it's, it's getting 1% better every day. And it's, it's understanding that it's the small shifts that really do make the big difference. And if we can learn how to shift those small things, and if I can give you one example of the small things that we can shift that'll make a big difference. Sure. Every single year and every single day, y'all, we come into a day with all these deliverables that we have to do. Every one of us does this. And we say, man, I have to do this, 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 this. We have this long list of stuff we have to do. One small shift that we talk about in the book that will make a big difference is shifting from I have to to I get to. Mm. And the nanosecond you shift from I have to do something, which is an obligation, to I get to do something, which is an opportunity, the very words themselves carry weight in our neurosystem, in our, in, our, in, our, in our neural pathways. There are neurological associations attached to the phrase have to. And there are neurological associations in our brain attached to the word phrase get to. So as soon as I say, man, I get to go to the store. Oh, I get to make love to my spouse. Oh, I get to pick up my kids from school. Oh, I get to go to the gym. Now, all of a sudden, it sounds like what? Opportunity, adventure, chance, thrill, excitement, fun, right? But if I have to do it, I have to do this and I have to do this and I, and I should do this and I should do that, then I should all over myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Now, your your book is called your latest book is called Shift into a Higher Gear, and I know you're a motorcycle enthusiast. So, how does that play into the way you motivate people to move beyond the monotony of living on cruise control? So, so, so powerful, right? So, first, let me just say this. First of all. While the book is built on a motorcycle riding metaphor, you don't have to have ever ridden a motorcycle or have any desire to ride a motorcycle to be transmogrified by the principles in this book, right? So for me, what I learned is that after riding my motorcycle for about 11 years, I learned some really powerful and profound parallels about how life and business parallel aspects of, of motorcycle riding. And so, for example, one of them is in automobiles, to change direction, you got to turn the steering wheel left or turn the steering wheel right to go in that direction. Motorcycles don't operate like that way at all. On a motorcycle, if you want to change direction, all you have to do is lean. So the motorcycle of your life is literally 
taking 100% of its direction from your intention. And a motorcycle knows what your intention is based upon where you put your weight. So the question becomes in this new year, where are you willing to put your weight? And in whom are you willing to put your weight into? Because that's where your life and your business is going to go. And another great example that I love that's about how motorcycle riding is different from automobiles. Cars are cool. Trucks are cool. <laughs> SUVs are cool. Motorcycles are cooler. Here's why. <laughs> Here's why. It, it, but it's, it's just sickening when you get the metaphor. It's, just, it's, it's a gangster. Watch this. A motorcycle is built with one gear. That's it. Only one gear. This is chapter nine, right? Shift into drive to avoid the other three gears of mediocrity. A motorcycle only knows tomorrow. A motorcycle only knows forward. It only knows next. It only knows growth. It only knows development. It only knows opportunity. When you turn a motorcycle on, it has one gear. It's built with one gear. Automobiles have three other gears. They have parked, <laughs> reverse, uh-oh, come on, and neutral. <laughs> Tell me how parked, reverse, and neutral is going to help us in business. <laughs> right? So we have to learn to, because so, so sometimes you can be parked in your financial plan. You just, you're not, it's there, but you're not doing anything to grow your money. It's just sitting there, right? Sometimes you can be in neutral when it comes to your spirituality. Maybe you, you came from a church, synagogue, mosque, or spiritual campus, and you were a little bit hurt by how they handled things or someone or a leader that did you wrong. So you're kind of neutral about your faith and your spirituality. So you're in neutral. You could be in reverse when it comes to your relationship with your parents because you still haven't forgiven a, a mother or a father for something that they did or said to you as a child. So what we have to learn how to do is get out of those three unproductive gears that automobiles come with. And we have to learn how to live life the bike way by staying focused and committed to staying in drive. We want you to know how glad we are to have you as part of our Nobody Told Me family of listeners. You know, you may have heard us talk before about our sponsor, Ritual, and we're excited to tell you about another great product from Ritual. It's called Symbiotic Plus. It's my daily three-in-one clinically studied prebiotic, probiotic, and postbiotic designed to help support a balanced gut microbiome. We've been big fans of Ritual's essential multivitamins and essential protein products for many reasons. We really appreciate that with Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain, you know the what, how, and why of every labeled ingredient. With Ritual's Symbiotic Plus, I get two of the world's most clinically studied probiotic strains to support the relief of mild and occasional digestive discomforts like bloating, gas, and diarrhea. And why include a postbiotic? Well, it provides fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining and supports a healthy gut barrier. Symbiotic Plus comes in a delayed release capsule that's designed to help survive the harsh conditions of the upper GI tract for delivery to the colon, an ideal place for probiotics to grow and thrive. Symbiotic Plus comes in an all-in-one single nested minty capsule. There's no refrigeration needed, so it's easy to take with you when you travel. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. It's time to listen to your gut. Ritual is offering our Nobody Told Me listeners 10% off during your first three months. 
Visit Ritual.com slash NTM to start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. All you have to do is visit Ritual.com slash NTM to start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and this product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Visit Ritual.com slash NTM to start Ritual or add Add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. I think that's fantastic. And when I was thinking about that concept, I was feeling bad for the people who kind of took the car approach and made some real sharp turns in their lives at the start of the pandemic and said, you know what, I'm not really enjoying my job in the corporate world or, you know, working retail, something like that. And they started their own businesses. And that was a big risk that paid off for some people, but for a lot of people, it didn't. So what do they do at this point if it didn't pay off for them? Do they just make another sharp turn and go back to stability? Or what would you suggest? I don't believe in sharp turns. Again, I, I think I think we got to really kind of be careful. And I think I believe in shifts versus massive, massive changes, right? So, uh, so if they've already made it, if they've already made that change. Correct. So if, if they've already made that change, I would ask them, especially if they've shifted into entrepreneurship and it's not currently working out, right? One of the things that I, I highly encourage you to ask yourself is, okay, let's get clear about what is it that's not working out? Because before you just quit the entrepreneur thing and go back to a job, understand that you made that pivot for a reason. And while the pandemic might have been a catalyst to help you make that decision, there's a good chance that you had been in the, in the narrative of wanting to shift for a long time. So um, having been a 20 year entrepreneur, I understand the, the risks and the ups and downs of business. So what I would encourage someone to say, okay, what's not working? Have I run out of money? Have I run out of motivation? Do I not have a business partner? Am I lonely in my business? Am I not a part of a good mastermind? Is, is it customer acquisition that's the issue? Is it my product that's is, is the issue? Is it the pricing of my product that's the issue? Is it my staff? Before you just say that entrepreneurship doesn't work and you just rip up the whole thing, get clear. Do a SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Do a SWOT analysis on where you are in the business and what the real issue is before you give up on that dream. Because I firmly believe that dreams, and sometimes you have to understand this about a dream. Any dream is just like a tree. It has to grow roots first. And a lot of times we're not willing to sit on the egg. I talk about this in one of the chapters in the book. You have to be able to shift your focus and put your weight into it. And one of the things that I say in chapter five is that you have to spell weight two ways. W-E-I-G-H-T, which is putting your weight into what you want, but you also have to put your W-A-I-T into what you want. And you got to be willing to wait for it because some things just take time. And if you give up on it too soon, then you're, you're forfeiting on the opportunity. For example, if you plant a seed in the ground for an oak tree, right? You, you can't expect that. I mean, that, that seed is going to grow down before it busts through the soil, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. yeah. It's going to grow roots first. So we have to be patient with our businesses, with our relationships, with our own physical body, right? Right. You can't just start working out and then look at the scale and get mad that the numbers aren't going down. Muscle weighs more than fat. So as you're building muscle, your body's going to weigh more than it did, even though you burn 3% fat. Give yourself a break and learn to grow roots first. You might not see it above the surface, but my friend, there's something happening. And did you know this? This is a fact, y'all. 
that the roots of a tree extend as wide as the branches of that tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. when yeah. you see a tree above the soil, it's just that big underneath. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's yeah. so powerful. And so we have to, I get chill bumps. We, and we have to give ourselves grace and space for the growth that's happening below the soil. Right. And I know one of your suggestions is to steer the flow of your emotional states. Now Ooh, that, yeah. that sounds great, but how do we, how do we do it? I firmly believe this, that the engine of the motorcycle of your life, the engine, the, the, there's the engine right there, right there. Yeah. <laughs> the engine of the motorcycle <laughs> of your life is the quality of the core emotions that you want to experience on a daily basis. The engine, the heartbeat of the motorcycle of your life is truly the quality of the core emotions that you want to experience on a daily basis. So one of the things that I believe, and I talk about this in in, um, chapter seven of the book, is really focus on shifting from task mastery, which is just what we do, to emotional mastery, which is who we be. Mm-hmm. And we, we and, and we're, hum, we're human beings, not human doings. And it's funny because when you're first born, your heart develops before your brain does. So I think it's really, really important while we're in the womb to understand that it's really at our heart. I speak all over the planet, all over the planet. And when I ask audiences all over the world to point to themselves, they never point here. Right. Uh-huh. Isn't it amazing? When you, when you ask an audience to point to themselves, yeah. they point here. Yeah. Heart, yeah. Oh my God. I've never thought about that. Chill yeah, bumps, right? Oh the my core, God. Yeah. Core of who we are is at the heart level. And so if we can learn how to follow our heart and really learn to lead our heart better and really learn to really embrace emotional intelligence and understand that the heartbeat of your life is the quality of the core emotions. And so what, one of the things that I ask you to do in the book is I make people do an audit of what are the core emotions you experience every day. Just make a list of them. Then I say, okay, what are the core emotions you really want to experience on a daily basis? And I have them make a list out of those. And then in the chapter, I teach them the importance of an emotional home. And the reason why this is so important is because I say this, have you guys ever been out in the town somewhere and you were using Waze or Google Maps to get back home and all you had to do is hit that button that says home and then it'll route you right back? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've all done it. Because once you program what home is, no matter where you are, you'll find your way back there. What's the point? Emotions work the same way. But you have to be crystal clear about what your emotional home address is. Because most people have a whack emotional home address. If if your emotional home address is pissed, frustrated, and stressed out, no matter (laughs) how great your day goes, your day could go amazing. You're going to find your way back to pissed, frustrated, and ticked off. Yeah. Right. And you don't want to live in that neighborhood. No, <laughs> no, no you, do, you don't want to. Then how do you pack what's up like, some boxes and get some tape? And go <laughs> a better school district up what's the 1% shift then for those people who have that as their default home? What you got to do is you got to first acknowledge it. You cannot conquer what you don't confront. You can't confront what you don't identify. You got to identify it. So what, what emotions am I currently experiencing? Okay, cool. Now, what do I want to replace it with? And one of the things is I give you the primary emotion, and this is named after my mom. My mom passed away eight years ago. But the core emotion that my mom raised me to live life from every day was gratitude. Because mm-hmm. when you asked Olivia how she was doing, her number one response, no matter what was going on in her life, was, oh, child, I'm blessed. I That's love I'm- that response. I yeah. love it. It did not matter what was going on in her life. Her first response was, oh, child. 
I'm blessed. And she always, I get chill bumps just every time I say it because it, she's in me, right? And yeah. like, I'm made from her. So it's her spirit lives on through this book and through this concept. But I firmly believe that if that, that gratitude is an emotional trump card, watch this ladies, try, just try in your own nervous system to be pissed off mm-hmm. and grateful at the same time. You can't be can't both. Do it. I can't do it. Tony Robbins had, had said that we went to one of his conferences and I've yeah. thought about that oh. so many yeah. times. Yeah. Oh. I'm, 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 I'm a huge disciple. Love Tony. Decades of his stuff I, I've absorbed. And so I've had so many remarkable mentors. It's not even funny, but Zig Ziglar and Dr. Les Brown and Willie Jolly and so many amazing people. Um, Dr. Maya Angelou before she passed, Dr. Stephen Covey. I mean, uh-huh. some amazing mm-hmm. people have poured into my life. But I've learned that gratitude is your emotional trump card. So at the end of the day, if you can focus on making gratitude, that small shift, that 1% shift is shifting your home address to gratitude. No matter what happens in your day, find a way at the end of the day to make a list of five things you can be grateful for about how your day went. Even if it's something that you don't like, even if it's not the best news on the planet. Okay, cool. I just found out, watch this. I just found out that that somebody on my team is quitting and going to work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. All right, that, that's, that doesn't make me feel good emotionally, but let's take a lesson. Okay, cool, what can I be grateful for? I can be grateful for the contribution that person made to my team. I can be grateful for the fact that they at least let me know and it gives us a chance to f- find someone new. I can be grateful for the fact that I was able to add value to that person. And I know that even as they're moving on to something else, they were able to glean some things from me and my company to take them to the next level. And maybe, maybe just watch this. Maybe they were they were dead weight to my company for months leading up to this. I just didn't know it because they weren't really giving their best here anymore because they wanted to move on. So mm-hmm. the vacuum of their exodus creates the suction necessary to bring in what I really desire. Oh God! Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Don't get that. You know, Delatoro, I think a lot of people feel powerless and out of control of their lives, especially, you know, in the, in the pandemic. I'm wondering what are some of the ways we can start to feel in control of our lives and our goals? One of the fastest ways for you to get in control of your life, and this is the simple shift that makes a massive difference, is to embrace something that I've been doing for years which is in neuro-linguistic programming, you're taught that there's two sides to every equation. You're, you're either at cause or you're at effect. When you're at effect, unfortunately, you're a, you're a victim because you're at the effect of every cause that's out there, right? Yeah. And you want to get out of that as quickly as possible. So you got to get at cause. In order to get at cause, you have to shift one word that we say all the time. Most people believe that life is happening to us. And when life happens to you, right? And Don Miguel Ruiz talks about this in The Four Agreements. He says, don't take anything personal. That's the second agreement. Don't take anything personal. The number one thing that we do, and I'm even guilty of it. I'm a June, I'm a cancer dude. So I'm an empath and I'm very, very nurturing and all that stuff. I'm a big giver, right? So, so, so when things happen to us that make us feel out of control, we feel like life is happening to me. So I'm a victim, right? Mm-hmm. Don't take it personal. Shift out of that by saying life is not happening to me. It's actually happening for me. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you say that divorce is happening for me, that employee leaving is happening for me, that technology failing on me happened for me because it taught me to really put more of my content on my hard drive and my heart and be less dependent on my notes, 
right? You know, that situation happened for me. Maybe I had to get that diagnosis so it would make me prioritize my health more than anything else. Who knows? Right. But you've got to get out of victimhood. And the best way to get out of that victim mentality is to say life is not happening to me. It's happening for me. I'm winning in this. I'm growing in this. I'm developing in this. And I'm taking my life to the next level. The second thing that you can do, if I can give you one more. That yeah, this is sure. And, 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 and Dr. Stephen Covey taught me this probably 15 years ago. And it's so freaking transformationally powerful. Dr. Covey said that there's two circles that we manage each and every day. This is going to bless everybody post-pandemic. Y'all, please listen to this. I get so excited. There's two circles that we manage each and every day. One is called the circle of concern. The circle of concern, and if you've got a piece of paper, you can just draw a big circle and call it the circle of concern. The circle of concern is everything that affects you that you have no purse power to control, right? Laws, policy, gravity, what celebrities are doing in their love lives, right? <laughs> other, uh, uh, other, people, other people's opinion of you, right? Yeah. right? COVID-19, the pandemic, right? All, all this stuff, that, that it's, it's all this stuff that's, that affects you that you have zero purse power to control, the weather, traffic, all that. Uh-huh. That's, the, that's the circle of concern. Inside of that circle, there's a smaller circle. And even though it's a smaller circle, it's the most important circle. That circle is called the circle of influence. And the circle of influence is everything that you have 150% control over every single day. Your attitude, your nutrition, your mindset, your heart set, your habits, your friends, your, your, your connections, the people that you spend time with, how you exercise, how you parent, how you love those people around you. So what Dr. Covey says is most people spend the majority of their mental and emotional energy worrying about things that are in the circle of what, y'all? Concern. Concern. Mm -hmm. Instead of putting their focus and attention on growing the circle of what? Influence. Influence. So what he teaches us is he says, put 150% of your mental and emotional energy on the circle of influence. And if you do that, that circle of influence will grow so big that the circle of concern can do you no harm. God, that is good. That is good. <laughs> Isn't that sensational, y'all? I mean, um, sickening, man. Literally everything you say, just I'm I'm gripped. I mean, it's right. amazing. It's like the best advice I've I've ever heard. We are so excited to ask you. Um, our show is called Nobody Told Me. So at the end of each show, we ask our guests, what is your nobody told me lesson? So I want to know what is it nobody told you about why it's better to make these small shifts rather than the big ones that you wish that they had a long time ago, because maybe you would have figured things out even earlier, even though you've been doing this a long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody told me that um, nobody, nobody told me that, you know, we were taught that how you do anything is how you do everything, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And nobody told me that that wasn't true, right? So I, I, I lived life for years thinking, okay, man, because I'm killing it as a speaker, I should be killing it in all these other areas of my life. So when I wasn't killing it in one or two areas of my life that I wanted to be killing it in, I didn't understand why that wasn't happening because I was trained and ingrained to believe that how you do anything is how you do everything. So I'm like, okay, how come I'm like one of the best speakers on the planet, but you know, my real estate business isn't thriving as much as my speaking business is. How you do anything is how you do everything. How come those two don't match? What happened? That's why I wrote chapter nine. 
shift into drive to avoid the other three gears of mediocrity because I actually don't agree with that anymore. I don't agree that how you do anything is how you do everything because you and I both know that you can be in drive in your career and in reverse in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not true. Yeah. Right? Because if, if, if you and your spouse are constantly rehearsing and regurgitating things that happened a year ago, three years ago, five years ago, and you haven't forgiven each other, you can't even be present in the marriage because you're still focused on stuff that happened in the unchangeable past. Uh-huh. And, and you so, do have control over, you know, whether or not you would let that divorce get in the way of your, your business and your health. Absolutely. So no, nobody, nobody told me that how you do anything is not how you do everything. There is a difference. And that's why you have to shift into drive. Everything in your life needs to be in drive your marriage, your relationships with your significant other boo, or it's complicated, right? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever whatever it is, your parenting, right? Your nutrition, your health and vitality, right? Whatever it is, if you can't get to the gym, at least take your supplements that day. If you can't can't do cardio, at least hydrate that day. If you can't do any of those things, at least maybe stretch that day, right? But find some way, or if you can't do any of those, at least go sit in the sunshine for 10 minutes and just let natural vitamin D replenish your body or make that the night that you get the best rest ever, Mm, right? Because sleep is a part of your wellness plan. Nobody talks about that. Everybody talks about go out and grind and kill it at the gym. (laughs) Nobody's talking about rest. Nobody's Mm -hmm. talking about vitamin D, getting that sunshine on your face, right? Nobody's talking about hydration, drinking enough water, right? Taking enough of the right supplements, right? Um, you know, there's all different kinds. You don't have to be a gym rat to be healthy. Yeah. Right, right, right. I think sometimes we've been preached that that has to be the thing. Nobody told me that I can still be healthy without being a gym rat, right? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Listen, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a podcast guest on a lot of different fitness and wellness shows, and I have a lot of clients who are like bodybuilders and all kinds of great stuff like that. So I'm not knocking or throwing shade. I want you to be as fit as possible. But at the end of the day, wellness is a wholeness word. Wellness yeah. is a wholeness word. And you could be in the gym every day and be a total narcissist. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. You could be in the gym every day and be emotionally 22 years younger than you actually are. You're 40 <laughs> and you're acting like you're 12. <laughs> yeah. You in, the, you in the gym. I mean, you got the abs, but I mean, <laughs> you have no emotional intelligence. You have no relationship. <laughs> you don't have common sense. Common sense right, is my right. So, so, so I think it's very important that we live a balanced and a holistic life and really, um, really change the narrative. So that's what nobody told me. And Delatoro, uh, we are sure that our audience is going to want to find out more about you. So how can they connect with you on social media and the internet? Absolutely. A couple things that I want everybody to do right now. First and foremost, if you've enjoyed this conversation, the first thing I need you to do, my friends, if you're ready to make your shift, I want you to grab your phone and I want you to text the word shift. Text the word shift to 647-558-9895. Text the word shift to 647-558-9895. I've got a free gift for you just for listening to today's broadcast, participating in today's broadcast, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that gift is this. It's an eight-part video series that I filmed live in Costa Rica called Eight Keys to Leaning into Excellence. Because one of the things that I teach in the book is that perfectionism is rooted in fear. So you want to learn how to get out of striving to be perfect and instead strive to be excellent. 
So I teach you in that video series exactly how to lean into that. So that's the first gift that I want to give you just for tuning in today. Text the word SHIFT to 647-558-9895. Secondarily, get the book everywhere books are sold. Your local Barnes and Noble, uh, a bookstore, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, will be carrying this book. It's in over 50 different airports all across the country right now. So you can grab it through the airports as you're traveling. Get it on um, Amazon.com. You can get it on BarnesandNoble.com. Also, we actually recorded the audiobook version of this ourselves. So if you love Audible, like I do, please jump over to Audible and grab the book on Audible. No actor read it. I read the whole thing cover to cover. It's sensational. You will love the audiobook. Additionally, if you um, really believe in, I love learning. I love like journaling and exercises and activities. Yeah. Like so we created a 108 page activity guide, a journal and workbook inspired by the book that people can go to our primary website for the book, which is just the name of the book.com, shift into a higher gear.com, and just click on the link that says get the workbook. If you do that, we'll be able to ship you the workbook. It's incredible. It's a game changer. And it'll take each chapter of the lessons in the book even deeper. And it'll allow you to coach yourself, develop yourself. And some of you all might even be representatives of book clubs or, or sales teams where you have to um, add value to people or, or do staff meetings. This book has a 30-question discussion guide in the back of the book. Oh, so awesome. It helps you to lead teams and groups and keep other people inspired and motivated. And the last thing I wanted to mention is that if you want to book us for speaking engagements where I can come in and teach your team, your train, your train your team, your company, your organization on how to take their lives to the next level, they can visit our primary website, which is delatoro.com. That's D-E-L-A-T-O-R-R-O.com, delatoro.com, to book us for speaking engagements and appearances. And if anyone is listening and you're interested in public speaking and presentation and you want to be trained and coached on how to give better speeches, how to give better presentations, how to do interviews for the media, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, um, I'd love for you to consider coming to our three-day boot camp that we have. And it's called Crush the Stage. The website for that is Help Me crushthestage.com. That's helpmecrushthestage.com. You'll see dates, tuition, and when we're doing those programs, the curriculum, the modules, and everything is there. So we're at Dr. Delatoro on all social media. So at Dr. Delatoro on everything, Clubhouse, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, everything. And that's how you find us online. You've well, got a lot going on. <laughs> I was I was going to say, I mean, we've done more than 450 episodes and I can't remember thinking that somebody was a better guest or I learned more than I did from you. So I know our audience is going to feel the same way. And I can't thank you enough for getting this information out to the world. That is epic. That's a huge, huge compliment. It means the world to me because I know that you guys only pick incredible people 400 episodes in. So congratulations on thriving. You inspired me. My podcast is brand new. I've only got 11 episodes in. So to know that you guys are 400 in is uh, an inspiration to me. So thank you so much. I'm really, really excited and um, pumped and honored to have had a chance to serve. Well, we feel the same way. And again, our thanks to Delatoro McNeil, whose latest book is called Shift into a Higher Gear, Better Your Best and Live Life to the Fullest. And again, his website is delatoro.com. I'm Jan Black. And I'm Laura Owens. You're listening to Nobody Told Me. Thank you so much for joining us.
Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.